0: You know those times when your mojo goes AWOL and your self belief has gone for a little wonder, and the road to your goal seems like a mountain that's just too tough to climb? Well in this episode you get to learn a super cute and easy method to get back on a roll and skyrocket your mojo. So stay tuned and enjoy. Hi, I'm Sarah Butler over 17 years working in the diet industry, and over 40 years of my own binge eating and weight struggles taught me that there had to be another way. So I created it. I now live slimmer, happier, and eating exactly what I want. And in this podcast, I share the other way with you. The other way to work with your body and your mind, rather than against them, so that you get to create Real and lasting change, all from the inside out. Ready for a life less dieted? Let's go. Hey, hey, it's Sarah here, and welcome back. So, yeah, today we're going to talk about those times when our motivation is either really, really low or it's kind of done one altogether. And You know, taking care of yourself and keeping the motivation high to carry on taking care of yourself isn't just about our physical health. In fact, our emotional and mental and physical health are all beautifully intertwined. And last week, in my Facebook community, Intuitive Eating the Other Way for Beginners, I took people in the group through a really powerful but really simple process that clears the blocks that lead to us feeling stuck. And if you're not in the group, why not? (laughs) If you're not in the group, the link to join us is in the show notes for this episode. So come on over. So in the Other Way programme itself, we do some gorgeous work on clearing any clutter and obstacles that have been blocking you from living at your happy ways up until now. So, we do a lot of work on old, outdated kind of diet world messages and rules and regulations, but it isn't just about the external rules and messages. It's also about the junk that we throw at ourselves in the form of how we talk to ourselves. Now, let's be clear. No one ever criticised themselves slim. No one healed their relationship with food by bullying themselves into it. And no one fully accepted themselves or boosted their self-confidence and self-esteem by calling themselves mean names. Now, these sneaky, snarky, bitchy comments can be the biggest rocks and boulders blocking our route to success and happiness. And, you know, it isn't just the throwaway comment itself. It's the the sting in the tail, the follow-up thoughts. It's what you make that first comment mean about you. Because we don't just have one thought, or very rarely, our brains are like little electric circuit boards. We have one thought and it lights up another thought and another and another. So, for example, someone might ask you, what are you wearing for a party at the weekend? And you say, I don't know, nothing much fits at the moment, don't know what I'm going to wear. Now, that might be the end of the external conversation. But on the inside, you're probably having half a dozen or so carry-on thoughts about how you're going to be, I don't know, the biggest there, or you wish you'd started a diet sooner, or why do I always do this to myself, blah, 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 blah. Or it's Monday and you've started again. And you do really, really well. And if you could see me right now, you'd know I was doing the international sign for quotation marks around the really, really well bit. So you're doing really, really well. And then it gets to seven o'clock in the evening. You're starving. You've eaten your thousand calories or your 30 points or whatever it is for the day. And you cave. Several thousand calories later and you're telling yourself you're just plain greedy and you always will be. And you then go in for a full-on attack. And at the end of the day, you go to bed feeling thoroughly miserable with yourself. And this is so important because our actions, so what we do, are determined by the conversations we have with ourselves. And what we do determines what we get, our results in life. And at the end of the day, it's our results that determine how happy we are. And that's what it's all about. And when I began to look consciously at my internal soundtrack, as I call it, because this usually all happens subconsciously, so automatically, without us being aware of how we're talking to ourselves. But when I began to notice consciously how I was talking to myself on repeat, like some sicko Spotify playlist continuously playing in my ears, it was life-changing, and not just in the area of food and eating and weight management, but this had a lovely ripple effect out to all areas of my life. So this week, I'm going to be introducing you to a really quick and easy process to notice and then get rid of the, the sarky Susans and the bitchy brenders in your brains. And it's a really easy four-step process. And for the first step all you have to do is notice. Just catch the conversations and the comments that are happening in your mind. Like I say, I call it your internal Spotify playlist and that's all you have to do for the first step. But the important thing is to notice without judgment, just out of gentle curiosity. And sometimes, here's the thing, sometimes people say to me, well, I know I must do it, but I I just can't quite catch it. I can't quite spot it when it's happening. I can't catch those thoughts. And that's okay, because what we do now in the remaining steps will kind of bypass having to spot them. We'll just head it off at the pass and dampen down those, those mean girl voices before they even start chirping up. So your next step, step two, is... To do something first thing in the morning, and this is within an hour or so of getting up, and what you do is look in a mirror, look into your own eyes in the mirror, and tell yourself something that you love, like, or appreciate about yourself or your body. Now, it doesn't matter what it is, anything about your personality, yourself, your body, anything. And you can say it anywhere, but it has... The best effect when you're looking into your own eyes in a mirror when you do this. Now here's a top tip for making it even easier. Tag this onto something that you already do. So the most obvious one is when you're cleaning your teeth. Probably not when you've got a mouthful of toothbrush and toothpaste, but maybe just before or just after you clean your teeth, make a conscious decision to acknowledge one thing that you love, like or appreciate about yourself. So it could be when you clean your teeth or it could be any other time that you use or pass a mirror in the morning. So drying your hair, putting your makeup on, maybe grabbing your keys off the hall table if there's a mirror there too, or in the car, in the car mirror, say as you're putting your seatbelt on, if you drive somewhere every morning, you know, tagging this on to something you already do will make this quicker to become a habit. And when it's a habit, it gets to be easy and automatic. Now, just practice doing that step for a few days and then you can shimmy into the next step, which is what one small thing can you do today that will take you closer to where you want to be? Just one thing and make it small. Make it so small that you don't even notice For example, if you usually have, um, let's see, four chocolate digestives with your morning cup of tea, have three chocolate digestives instead. Or if you usually have two teaspoons of sugar in your coffee, have one and a half teaspoons. Or if you usually have a bowl of ice cream every evening once the kids are in bed and you sit down to relax in front of the telly, just put a couple of spoonfuls less in the bowl. And this is a juicy one. If you have that little voice in your head that makes you finish everything on your plate, even when you're full, try leaving just one mouthful or one forkful on your plate today. So just one thing, just one small thing. And we're building these steps into each other. So still carry on doing the mirror exercise every morning. And then once you've done that for two or three days, then you can do the one small thing every day. And it can be the same thing or it can be different things. Whatever feels good to you. And this brings us to step four. And again, we're building on the previous actions. So carry on your in the mirror exercise from step two every morning. Carry on your one little thing, your one tweak that you do every day from step three. And then you add in this gorgeous little step at the end of every day, which is step four. And this is the last thing at night I want you to acknowledge and celebrate the tiny tweak you did that day. So whatever you chose for your tiny tweak of the day, whether it was half a spoonful of sugar left or a biscuit less, whatever it was. Or leaving the mouthful of food on your plate. Yeah? Whatever you chose to honour yourself with, I want you to fully acknowledge that and celebrate that because we're all too fast to pick up on what we don't do right, what we don't get round to doing, what we don't do perfectly. And we need to get really, really good at catching what we have done well and we don't do nearly enough of that. And what this will do, behind the scenes, is increase your feel-good factor, your self-esteem, and most importantly, your belief in yourself. Because often it's our lack of belief in ourselves that presents itself in us saying that we've lost our motivation. So when we say we've lost our mojo to lose weight or whatever, look after ourselves, whatever it is, it's not because we don't want to, it's not because the motivation isn't there, That's just a story we make up to disguise the fact that on some level, we don't really believe that we can do it. So we keep ourselves safe by not even bothering to try. So step four at the end of every day is really acknowledge and celebrate what you did today to move yourself a little bit more forward than yesterday towards your goal. And you don't have to write this down, although you can do, but this could just be you thinking about it, reflecting on what you did, replaying it in your mind, and then giving yourself a metaphorical pat on the back. Or a literal one, if you like. Again, make it easy for yourself. Tag this onto something that you already do too. So it might be when you're cleaning your teeth at night. It might be as you pull the duvet back and step into bed. It might be as you turn off your bedside light and put your head on the pillow. That's your cue. It's your time to reflect and acknowledge and celebrate yourself. And that's it. Easy, isn't it? And this works because what usually happens is when our internal inner critic, our Internal Spotify playlist, as I call it, playing on repeat as it usually does, this is what leads us to believe that change is hard. That change has to be big and difficult and painful. It makes us believe that losing weight, for example, is going to be so much more difficult than it needs to be. And as a reminder, our results, what we achieve, how we live our lives, are determined by what we do. And what we do or our actions are determined with how we feel about something. And how we feel about something is determined by what we think. And what we think, you know, it all starts up here, she says, pointing to her head on on an audio podcast. But it starts with the stories that we tell ourselves. And we have to be really aware of who's in the storytelling chair. You know, is it Sarky Susan telling us we're just greedy and we'll never do it? Or is it Bitchy Brenda telling you that you're too old or too far gone to change? Or is it Motivational Mandy or Supportive Sarah for want of a better name? And here's the thing, who's in that chair isn't a done deal. It's up to you to choose who's in your storytelling chair. Now it's true, left to its own devices, the chances are That our brain will tell Sarky Susan or Bitchy Brenda that they're in the chair and they'll flop themselves down in the chair first unless we consciously make that decision and invite Motivational Mandy or Supportive Sarah to take the chair instead. You have the choice. And you know, despite all the years of beating ourselves up, I, I've been amazed at how quickly myself and my clients who have been on the other way, non-diet weight loss journey, how quickly they've been able to reprogram their brains and overcome all these years of negative self-talk. And one of the advantages, I guess, of working in the field of food and eating and weight loss is the number of opportunities we get presented with every day to practice this, to practice doing something different. You know, we probably make, what, dozens and dozens of small decisions every day regarding food and what we eat. You know, if we count deciding on what we eat, how much to eat, when to eat, etc., etc., etc. So if your internal soundtrack about your body, your eating, your weight... If, if what that does is give you dozens of opportunities every day to listen in, to notice, and to change up the playlist so that you get a different result. And that will increase your motivation tenfold and you'll be on a roll. So I hope you enjoyed this episode this week. Please, please, please let me know what difference it's making to you, how you feel, because. That's what it's all about. Keep up the tiny actions. So one, notice. Two, your morning mirror exercise. Three, one tiny thing a day better than yesterday. And number four, your evening celebration of what you caught yourself doing well. Keep them all up. Keep consciously making yourself do this until they just become an automatic, natural, easy part of your day. And I promise you it's life-changing. So, remember, the link to join the Facebook community, where I give lots more tips and trainings like this, is in this episode's show notes. And until next time, love yourself lots.